Hey sis, welcome to Moxie Girl Devotional Podcast. Well, good morning, sis. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope you're waking up to the purpose God has planned for you. I hope that you're praying for the power to be who God planned for you to be. And I hope you're slaying some giants in your life today. The title of today's message is The In-Between. I really don't think we realize what power we have, sis. As a matter of fact, I know we don't realize it. Did you know the devil is excellent at what he does? When he was in heaven with God, he had two jobs. He was a leader and he was the anointed cherub. He had it made. He was God's like top dude, okay? And he was definitely qualified and used for a great purpose. But he wanted more. He thought he could have his own kingdom and put it over God's. In Isaiah chapter 14, verses 13 through 14, it says, You said to yourself, I'll climb to heaven. I'll set my throne over the stars of God. I'll run the assembly of the angels that meets on sacred Mount Zaphon. I'll climb up to the top of the clouds and I'll take over as king of the universe. And we all know how that went. I mean, it was like, bye-bye, Lucifer. Enjoy your lightning bolt ride out of here. And all through time, he's used his talents and his experience as a leader in excellence. He doesn't do anything halfway, sis. He's good at what he does. He doesn't hit the snooze on the alarm. He plans, he strategizes, patiently waits for the perfect time to make his move. You know, in those in-between times. In-between victories but you know what he's not God first of all when you plan a hostile takeover make sure you climb to the top of something you have made Lucifer was thinking he could take over a kingdom God made the clouds that he was going to climb to the top of God made those those are God's clouds Not your clouds, Lucifer. You won't be climbing to those clouds. The mountain he was going to build his throne on. God's mountain. Those stars, those angels, all gods. God made them. And the universe that Lucifer thought he could overtake. He was definitely ambitious. And y'all, the nerve that he had and still has in the skills, mad skills and his desire to be excellent, to be the best and his pride. He still uses all of that today against you and me. 
But there's more to this story. Plain and simple, Jesus defeated him. Okay? We have won the ultimate battle. And we might be in between victories right now. So that if Satan can get us distracted by questioning, getting us confused, and maybe putting a little bit of pride in there, in our thoughts, if he can do that, he just might be able to steal us, kill us, and destroy us. In between our victories, he's really good at whispering things to us, like, But, you know, you've made it this far, but how are you going to pay for those groceries you need? A question will lead to worry. Worry destroys faith. And he can whisper things like, you're better at this. Why is she the one that everyone looks at? You do a better job. That's just a distraction. A distraction from getting you off what you're good at. And it causes pride. And it causes you to question. And eventually, it hurts your self-esteem because you're trying to do her job. And you're not really good at her job because you were planned for your job. Okay? He whispers, you were made this way. Why should you have to change? God knew he made you this way. All distractions, all pride, all confusion, all questions, all during the in-between times, all stealing your purpose, killing your potential, destroying your destiny. Sometimes he whispers things like this. It's not going to hurt to just text him. You know, he whispers that to the married woman you'll never amount to anything because you're just not smart you're so uneducated why do you think you can do anything and you make horrible decisions look how many times you've messed up you always fail why are you trying again eventually you believe those things and you change it from the word you And you take it on and change it to I. I'm uneducated. I make horrible decisions. I always fail. Oh, sis. Even if it's negative belief that replaces God's truth about you, it's still pride. You're still deciding to believe your negative truth, a truth that you think is your truth over what God has said about you. Do you see how sneaky the enemy is? And it all started with just a little thought during those in-between times, you know, in-between the victories. And it comes from the enemy and that sinful nature that he wants you to tap into. And all of this is distract you from the fact that you really are powerful when you realize who you are in Christ. And that's not prideful because it's God's truth. 
And it's His truth about you. It's not prideful to know where your power comes from. It's not prideful to know you're powerful. It's prideful to think you know it all about yourself when you know nothing at all, and especially if it's opposite to God's Word. If the enemy can get you to question, get you to worry, cause you to lack faith, he stripped you of your power. God's truth about you, about who you are in Christ, is where your power comes from. It comes from God's Word. It comes from Jesus. He wants you to worry because he knows the strength God put down on the inside of you. And he knows if you know the strength put down on the inside of you, he will never stand a chance to chance against you. He'll never have your children. He'll never rob your peace, your joy, your hope, or your victory. You have an amazing purpose, a divine destiny planned. But if you but if he can get you to see things his way, not God's truth, he'll rob that purpose from you. Example. A drug addict has a divine plan for their life. The enemy is stealing it. The abuser who was abused as a child has a divine plan for their life. The enemy is destroying it. That strong woman who is trying so hard to get everything done for everyone and she feels so unloved and unappreciated. So she tries to find enjoyment anywhere she can. She has a plan. She really is strong. When she and God partner together, when she sees her real truth in Jesus, when her eyes are opened and she has her armor on, she's unstoppable. That woman ain't given anything up to the devil, not her peace, not her joy, not her home, not her family, not her talents, her gifts, or her calling. I think where we get distracted the most is in those in-between times, in that in-between area where Jesus won our victory and when we actually experience victory because it was final. What he did on the cross was final. But sometimes we live in time And it takes time to see each victory because we have to live through it. And that in-between time is where the enemy likes to play with your thoughts. That's where he injects the destruction. That's where he injects the confusion, the questioning. And then eventually he twists it and he makes you feel like it's your thoughts. So that's what we're going to pray about today. That God shows us the little battles you and I are winning along the way. The enemy is trying to rob that from us. He's trying to rob and blind us to those little victories. Since Jesus not only won the battle, 
He won the war. We win. So let's ask God to help us see all the victories that we're winning along the way. All the victories that we're winning today. And help us to be smart when it comes to the truth. Father, thank you for today. Thank you again for your word because your word sets us free. Your word is the truth. Um, There's only one truth, only one way, and I thank you for it. God, help us to realize every day that we have won. We've won through Jesus. And help us to realize that we have armor and we have weapons to use against the enemy. That we are not weak. That we are not powerless. God, that you said that we could wrestle (laughs) the enemy and win and it's with our armor and it's with your word lord you said your word was our sword that we have your armor it's called the armor of god that we put on how can we fail jesus has won it you're the one equipping us you're the one that's dressing us for battle we are just stepping in and accepting a victory that you have already won for us And the devil has deceived us. So God, open our eyes to see the true victory. Open our eyes to see the truth in your word. Open our eyes so that we realize we are victorious through Christ. The battle is won. It is finished. Lord, touch each person that's listening to this. Touch my sisters, Lord. Touch their lives. Help them right now through a battle that they might be facing. Help them to see that they have won the victory. God, help them save their lost family members, Lord. Provide for every single need they have, God, financially, emotionally, physically, whatever it is. Lord, heal the sick. God, it is in Jesus' name. It is through and by Jesus that we have the victory and that we're able to ask and receive these things. In Jesus' name, amen. So sis, listen, you have the victory. It might be an in-between time right now. And you might be a little bit bored. You might be a little bit... Uh, distracted you might be a little bit discouraged because you don't feel like you're seeing God move but I promise he is I promise you he's moving even when you can't see it all right just like you can't really see the grass grow but you know it grows right eventually you gotta mow it again because it's grown and you didn't really notice it So God is just like that. He's moving even when you can't see it. Okay, so I want you to have a wonderful day. And I will meet you back here tomorrow with another fresh word from the Lord. Don't forget, He loves you and I love you. Bye. joining moxie girl devotional podcast but if you want more 
you can actually join Moxie Girl Mentoring. We wake up every day with a live broadcast called Wake, Pray, Slay. We're waking up to what God has for us. We're praying to be filled with His power. And we're slaying giants in our lives.